Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nine Bob Note. I'm Paul Isles Rush. And I'm Ken Moss. <laughs> Yeah, again, literally 15 minutes since I said we're going to stop. We're going to stop doing that. It's your weapon of choice this week. What are we going to be discussing? Mary Cunningham Simpson. Who the... <laughs> well, this is going to go well. Who is Mary Cunningham Simpson? <laughs> well, this is somebody who died recently. She was somebody who I'd never heard of, and I saw a thing about her, and then... It made me think I, that this is a person who we who we should know about, mm. and she she become something of an unsung hero. Uh, and so I thought, well, I'll find out a bit about her and ed, and educate uh, educate you. Not obliterate me. No, I'll try not to. So, without further ado, who was this lady? Well. First of all, she was a lesbian. Okay. So uh, obviously we have the traditional rivalry between gay, gay men and lesbians. Uh, is this a, is this a- <laughs> it's just I don't think there ever really has been. I mean, we we joke about it and you know <laughs> about them having big hands and you know. <laughs> oh, Helen Clark, if you're listening, ignore all of this. <laughs> yeah. No, but it does um, it does come from a place of love. Um, I'm just trying to think now about big, or not to think about big hands and, and a, a place of love. It, just, it could be a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, you work on that. <laughs> <laughs> While you talk about... Uh, yeah. But we also uh, have to remember that I think the reason why lesbians tend to get sort of sidelined in the, when we're talking about the history of, mm. of gay folk and stuff, is because it was never illegal to be a lesbian. Apparently, Queen Victoria didn't believe the yes. lesbians existed. Again, so. <laughs> uh, I, I owe Dr. Exton a, a debt of thanks there because apparently it was him that told me that that was the reason why QV did not believe that Labien existed. <laughs> How could two women possibly do that? Yes, quite. Yeah, so, so it was never, it, lesbian activity was never illegal. And so when we talk about things like decriminalization, that's specifically about gay men. But obviously, lesbian or you know, same-sex female marriages have never been allowed. Same-sex female couples weren't allowed to have children. And there's been lots of things like that. So they've always been there and been downtrodden just as much as us, just because they weren't sent to an asylum if they were caught together. Mm. So it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that they had things easy. Uh, and also... A lot of, even if you're going back to like the, the Stonewall riots, a lot of lesbians there, mainly they were the ones who brought the bricks to throw through the window. Good God. Again, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were all in a period or something. <laughs> we would get away with that if lesbians had a sense of humour. <laughs> Again, I don't believe they don't. This episode is going to come down. Like, there you go. We're on to I can, I can oh, yeah. smell the bafta. <laughs> Next week, the mailbag will be bulging. <laughs> Please refer to our earlier episode on hate crimes before, before sending us any bombs. Um, but they, they have been there all the way through. They've had the same struggles as gay men. 
they've had, uh, you know, and and so now they they are allowed to get married and have children and stuff. But there are so many lesbian heroines that we just don't talk about and that we don't know about. And Mary Cunningham Simpson was one of those ladies. Uh, so what has this lady done to deserve this accolade? She was a um, a lady, I believe she lived in Manchester, and she had a girlfriend, life partner, mm. and they lived together in a council house. And the partner died. Some, I think it was about 1984, her partner died. And because their relationship wasn't recognised, Mary wasn't allowed to stay in the council house. Okay. Uh, and so was was turfed out. And so what she did is she she obviously contacted the council and asked for same-sex relationships, common law mm. relationships as they were known at the time, between same-sex people to be given the same weight as non-same-sex. What? I don't even know. Heterosexual. Heterosexual. <laughs> it's a big word. <laughs> It's not a word I use very often. <laughs> Heterophobe. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Out and proud. I've got a flag. <laughs> but yeah. Is there a heterosexual flag? All flags are heterosexual flags. The Union Jack. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, it's probably the, the St. George. There's nothing gay about St. George. Uh, as Al Murray once put it, he got into a fight to impress a bird. <laughs> There you go. You can have the St. George. Thank you very much. But yeah, so so she she campaigned, she appealed, and it went as far as the European Court of Human Rights. Crikey. Um, How long did this take? Quite a long time. Given that we've just recently talked about Clause 28, mm. which must have put a blocker on things for 15 years, really. Yes, but obviously, uh, you know, the EU... And the, the sort of human rights mm. um, are, you know, were slightly more liberal, <laughs> shall we say? But ultimately, she she lost, and that was the end. But the arguments that she used in the cases that she brought through were used in in future arguments, which were then uh, used by people when they were, you know, when they were bringing mm. civil partnerships, when they were bringing equal marriage. The arguments that her and her team had put forward back then in the eighties were used as the basis for that. So she she started the fight. She lost her personal fight, but didn't stop campaigning. And ultimately, we were allowed to live together legally. So thank you, Mary. Well, Mary Queen. <laughs> yeah. So yes, uh, apparently she died earlier this year. I, I think she was in her 70s. Oh, so not very old then. No, no. And it was one of those stories where you... It came up as a headline on, I think it was Pink News, mm. and I'd never heard of her. And then I, I, I read a bit about her and thought, you know, that, there's there's lots of people like that. And you do hear stories about people who've done that, but they always tend to be men, you know. So, and and um, But maybe that's just because that's what I mean. You know, do you I mean most, most gay men that you've met are men? Almost all. Yeah, yeah. You know, every now and again, one of these unsung heroes comes, uh, and it's always after they've died, which is a mm. bit of a shame, really. Um, but they do crop up in the news or somewhere, you know, did you know this this man struck woman or they were the inventor of the toothpick or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it revolutionised everything for, you know, bits in teeth were, were eradicated <laughs> as of 19... And, and these people are just, they're not really recognised for the great contribution that they've made. 
I quite like those stories. Mm. One of the uh, the ones, and it was completely overshadowed by something else. I can't remember what it was. There was an astronomer called Heather Cooper. Right. And um, she was on telly all the time, certainly in the 80s and 90s. And she's a very, very well-respected astronomer in all she was in her field. And then she died. But it was on the same day as something ridiculous, like some mother fudging social media <laughs> star that had, had been crowned Queen of Love Island or something. <laughs> it was something really, really populist and throw away and you'll forget who they are in 12 months time. She died on the same day as, as that completely overshadowed, sort of relegated to the bottom rung of, you know, the BBC mm. news. And you think all the stuff that she's done that future generations when you know when we finally reach out into the stars stuff that she's helped to be involved with it's only going to be recognized then and why why is nobody recognizing the the things that this woman has done now in, in her lifetime and there are in many many fields there are people that that are like that and they're completely unsung nobody even knows they exist and yet they affect the world around us in major major ways so those sorts of stories i find very heartwarming even though it would be better while they were still alive, at least they are recognised at some point for the contribution that they've made to yes. making the world a better place. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Mary, for your your contribution to our fight and for doing it without getting your name in the papers. And But you have, you have been recognised now. So cheers. I think it's time that we decided, feather or not, Mary Cunningham Simpson is an important figure in history. barely deserves an answer really does it well exactly i mean the only thing that i would be slightly concerned about is being a lesbian would she be allergic to feather boas <laughs> alert we should have a lesbian alarm really <laughs> of course again i'm only joking we're definitely not going to change the scale to uh, dot martins <laughs> <laughs> Stick with feather bows. Yeah, Jeez. Mary, you you weren't recognised in your lifetime before we get cancelled. Yeah, before we get cancelled, uh, I I think that you are full, worthy of five feather bows for everything that you did for us. Who's that in dungarees outside the window with a placard? <laughs> yes. Uh, f- uh, five feather boas from me as well. Um, even though I've never heard of this lady, I, I think something like that. It's it's clearly a big thing, and it's clearly had down the line the ripple effect in 2021. It is something that you know it needed to be recognised, and it took. I, I'm still reeling from this Section 28 thing. This is several weeks ago now. It's a big thing. I, I, it, I've never really realised that how long the struggles have gone on for to get to where we are today. And, uh, well, where you are today, (laughs) obviously from my throne of privilege, I don't need to worry about any of this. I just uh, click my fingers, command my surfs, and, and, you know, the world is is on a platter before (laughs) me. But no, I'm little unsung heroes like this. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Excellent. I've got a screening queen's That'll get on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah, it may well. I I have to admit that I've got a suggestion with the caveat that I've never seen it. I never watched it. Oh dear, go on, yes. But um, it does feature a lesbian. 
It was one of those that was on, and we recorded the whole thing, but we just never got around to, to watching it. But it's called Gentleman Jack. Not familiar with its work. What's this all about? It, it stars Saran Jones. Oh, tick. Yeah. And, and all I know is that she was, I, I think it's sort of set in Victorian times, uh, and she was quite a successful oh. businesswoman, but also a lesbian. And I'm guessing from the title that she may be had to pretend to be a man at times to get on in the business world. Right. Uh, although I am just making this up. But yeah, it was it was on, I think, last year, and they have just finished filming series two. It's got Saran Jones in exactly. it. It's got to be a win, really, hasn't it? Yes. So we'll go and see if we can find that and check it out. Fire up the Netflix. Exactly. That's all for now, but we will be back next week as we edge closer to Christmas. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we've got a Christmas special this year. Oh, yes. We'll, we'll get our things <laughs> on. That'll be a treat. <laughs> but, yeah, apologies uh, to any uh, lesbians who we uh, may have offended or who I may have offended. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're both complicit in this, yes. Uh, and for any that we have, uh, go and get a sense of humour, girls. <laughs> we'll be back next week with something much more politically correct. And uh, even more offensive. <laughs> yeah. Ta-ta. Bye. Nine Bob Node featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.